to another episode of Mike Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. And the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. I don't think I read a single word from that ad read. You got it memorized? I, I think it finally happened. Holy smokes. What's it been? I've been wondering, like, hey, could I say this without reading any of it? Honestly, I just kind of thought you've been doing that for the longest time because I don't really see you click on their add in more to like open it all the way up in the in the dock that we have here i didn't that time or the rundown my uh kool-aid <laughs> look at you dog look at me multitasking <laughs> which is actually something i'm not very good at no i you know i like to <laughs> <laughs> you like to pretend you are <laughs> yeah i remember going through job interviews right after college and i was like what are your strengths and i looked up like man like i don't really know what are these basic <laughs> yeah that I could it was just like you know what what do employers look for when they look for strengths on resumes? And the biggest one was multitasking. So I was like, I am throwing that mother effer on there first. I started the job, and that's, that first job just threw everything on me. Like, oh, you're going to handle this, 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 and this. Like, what do you think? And I was like, not a, don't even worry about it. And I would get hooked on one thing and be like, all right, hey, like, how do we handle this? And she was just like, my boss was like, well, you just need to prioritize you know, what things you want to handle first throughout the workday and like what you can do now, what you can't do later. And I was just like, I just started. I don't know what to prioritize. And you guys have not really given me any training. So my whole multitasking skill, I learned very quickly in the workforce. It ain't there. I'm going to sit down and focus on one thing and get it done. And then let's move to the next mm-hmm. one. Although I say I'm not good at multitasking, but then I just did an ad read while making Kool-Aid. Uh, so it just like depends that. on you know because there are times where I think I'm a good multitasker. It depends on what it is. You know if what I mean? Like if I'm trying to, to making Kool Aid and doing something else, I'm pretty good at multitasking. Like eating dinner and watching TikToks, I can do that. You know what I mean? Playing video games and talking on the phone, no problem. Been doing that since I was in high school. Right. I used uh, my sister's headband and just wrapped it around my head and kept my phone on my ear. Just kept it trapped inside my face. I feel like that's not a joke or a lie. Nope, that's 100% truth. That's There's a, a picture tell the of truth it. Thursday for you. Uh, we appreciate you guys <laughs> joining us here today on this lovely Thursday morning. For those of you in the call-in app, um, a little bit of news. We had planned on taking a vacation next week. Planned on it. We have decided uh, not to. <laughs> um, just not to get too personal, but um, some health issues within my family. So COVID-related, not going to take that vacation next week. So we are going to be here every weekday except for july 4th which falls on a monday yep we will celebrate the national holiday by giving ourselves the day off to go blow some shit up (laughs) it's pretty much how i plan on spending my day you know i usually i don't even mix alcohol and fireworks a lot nope i don't think i ever have to be honest with you Mm -hmm. Uh, like alcohol and like deer hunting now i will do that i don't i don't do that either i'll drink alcohol while watching fireworks but i'm not going to be shooting them off while drinking so and deer hunting i never understood why people do that like people go smoke cigarettes and then like drink (laughs) beer and it's like man we didn't see shit today and i was like yeah i fucking wonder why that buck's like is that marlboro mint i ain't going over there is that is that yeast nope not happening like dude 
What the fuck? Like, you're shotgunning a beer, man. Like, we see you just in Just say tree. you want to get away from Says your wife and kids for the morning. <laughs> like, that's all you got to do. Yeah, so I, I guess good news for our listeners. We will be back uh, next week, Tuesday through Friday, giving you a full a week of shows. And tomorrow is our very special Let's See How It Goes episode yeah. of Us on the Golf Course. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm just wondering how the product is going to be. For like, it's either going to be really good and people are going to enjoy it, or they're going to be like, "It might be so bad that it's good." Yeah, and like that's kind of where my mind is because the golf course that we're playing on is a nice one. There's going to be a lot of people interacting with us, driving by, wanting to take shots. Because I think that's the one thing that I'm just now also realizing is we're going to have to play by play every conversation that we have that's not directly included into like you and I talking for the show because they're going to hear other people talking to us. We have to maybe legally let people know they're being recorded. Like, hey, you're hey, I'm you on up. a podcast. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be, hey, I'm mic'd up. Mic'd up right here. Easy what you said. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fucking fun. I cannot wait to do that. Yeah, I'm mic'd up. <laughs> That'll be exciting yesterday. Oh, and multitasking tomorrow. Going to be playing golf <laughs> yeah. while doing a podcast. It will be exciting. Uh, let's get to some of these sports topics again. Uh, June just filled with sports topics. Uh, the Freddie Freeman stuff continues to kind of come out, and we talked about it a lot yesterday, shared a lot of opinions on it too, but Doug Gottlieb tweeted about it yesterday that he had uh, kind of a source that Casey Close, the agent for Freddie Freeman, never told Freddie Freeman about the Braves' final offer. Mm-hmm. That is why Freeman fired him. Uh, he found out in Atlanta this weekend what that final offer actually was, which is, you know, another reason uh, why Freddie Freeman was, uh, you know, a little bit emotional about the whole thing and frustrated. Uh, so I, I understand that. I mean, that is a that is a shitty, shitty deal, yep. which sounds like it should be illegal, in my opinion. I agree. And it was kind of the little conspiracy theory that I threw out yesterday when we were doing radio, because I like as the day went on, I was like, man, this is just turning into like a bigger deal than what it almost feels like it should be. And I was like, that's the only thing that kind of made sense in my mind. And it's also just like one of those bullshit things you'd see out of a movie where the agent just like kind of screws over the player and is like, no, nah, I'm going to try and do what I can to get the most money out of this deal in L.A. Like I'd rather you be in L.A. Right. You know, than Atlanta where you can you know, do more. Or there's more opportunities for you to get paid or do stuff. And then that in turn gets me paid or helps my agency or, you know what I mean? I get in contact with the L.A. Dodger players. It just – is just a very shitty situation for Freddie Freeman. And the thing is, is like being in Atlanta, like how did you just not have that discussion beforehand? Like, why were you not in contact with the Braves or, or clear to your agent on like, this is where I want to be. Yeah. And That's even, still my thought process with the two. On the right. Other Last side night when I saw the Gottlieb tweet, I started to feel sorry for Freddie Freeman all over again. Like, mm-hmm. Oh man, like this is a shitty deal. But at the same time, <laughs> I can't imagine that that final offer from the Braves came in and it's like, whoa, now they want to pay you a shitload of money. Like, maybe they upped it by realistically, what, two, three million dollars mm-hmm. per year. And so I don't think that even that final offer was like, oh, here's the offer you can't refuse yep. from the Atlanta Braves. Because if it were, the agent probably would have taken that deal as well. It's not like the Braves and the Dodgers were far off in their, their dollar amounts anyway. And even uh, going back to the spring, uh, Freddie Freeman declined a five-year, $135 million deal from the Braves. Mm-hmm. That's $27 million per year. 
he signed a six-year, $162 million deal with the Dodgers. It's yep. $27 million per year. Now, a six-year deal better than a five, for sure. But if you're like so heartbroken that you're not an Atlanta Brave and you just turned down this contract because it's one extra year, I can't feel sorry for you. Yep. And it sucks because I do really like Freddie Freeman. <laughs> like my NL team, my team that is good when the Royals are not. I've rooted for the Braves. I was going for them in the World Series. Like I like the Atlanta Braves. But I just really struggle to feel sorry for Freddie Freeman in this situation. It sucks for you, but at the same time, you got to realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if the Braves got close enough on this offer, dude, you should have taken it. And, and it, maybe the- your agent screwed you over, but at the same time, you could – you can play the trump card and say, "Nope, taking that deal." Yeah, I like it. That's the one I want. It's, I mean, it's still like your responsibility to kind of know what your contract's going to be. Like, you can't put, and maybe I don't know. Maybe he felt like he had a good relationship with his agent and that he could trust them and that he wouldn't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? He didn't want to have to stress about it or anything or have those discussions with the ownership of the Braves and possibly ruin that relationship. But it's, <laughs> it ended up getting ruined anyways. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of those deals. Jake does say in the chat though that the Braves only upped the original offer by five million after the lockout ended. He also took. That deferred money to sort of the fifty-seven million over thirteen years, but like if the Braves only offered it by five more million, like does that really going to change Freddie Freeman's mind? Like if he would have heard about the five extra million, does that just like in the grand scheme of talking about hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, like if I'm selling something on Facebook Marketplace, and, you know, and I've listed it for a hundred bucks, and then somebody comes at me and like take ninety-five, <laughs> yeah, like why wouldn't I? Yeah. I, I, or, you know, if I was buying something. I hate when people do that and they're like 70. Like, bitch, no. That's like I'm not <laughs> going to meet you in the middle on this. $300 and you just offered me 75 <laughs> When I was trying to sell a bed frame, uh, before, like leaving Kansas City, like I, I listed it for like $100 and they're like, what about 50 I was like, bitch, I bought this for 200 Like I'm already giving you 50% off. I've had it for two months. You got to mark it up a little bit. Yeah. I should have. I moved one time and sold a bunch of my stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And at the time, I'm like, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I made like hundreds of dollars off of it. And had a couple people no-show me, though. And I'll tell you, that is one thing that really gets under my skin. The first like, time you I- set up a time and a place mm-hmm. even, and they don't show up for it. So I don't even mean the people that like, you see the TikToks of like – the Facebook Marketplace stuff. Of like, is this item still available? And then they never message you again. Yeah. I feel like that's just kind of part of it. But when you set up a time and a place and you've agreed on a price and that person doesn't show up, I want to show up to your house. I want to get your address. Now, you <laughs> said you're buying the shoes. I'm a smart Here are the your fucking ass. shoes. Where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> I turn into a mob member. <laughs> you don't talk to me that way. It's not the way that we do things. It's not how I operate my business. Where's my money? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but with Freddie Freeman, I get it, and even with the Dodgers, I'm sure that they're probably still happy with Freddie Freeman. I just can't feel sorry for him in this situation. I think yeah. he got a good deal, and I think also with the Braves, you know, they might have had that final contract, or maybe even that final contract was a little bit of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Maybe this whole time they said, "All right, here, Freddie, here's your extension. Sign it. We got a good market value deal for you that's going to keep you around in Atlanta for five years," and he declined that. And then Atlanta went out and got a cheaper, younger first baseman. So that's kind of tough, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, what, what did you want the Braves to do? Just, I mean, it's kind of like the Braves made the right decision for their organization going forward. Like, appreciate what you've done here, Freddie. We love you. We love your son. Yeah. Teammates love your son. 
Yeah. We're you're, moving you're on. You know, Ring of Honor someday or, you know, something like that. Yep. And if he ends up being a Hall of Famer, he's going to probably go in as an Atlanta Brave. Yep. But, I mean, like, even saying all that, it's like, just sign the fucking contract that keeps <laughs> you in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, when you're negotiating over just like a couple million dollars, I don't know. I feel like he should have just bucked up and, and signed it. He, he definitely should have. And, like, again, you can sit there and be sad about it. You had your moment in Atlanta. But right now, man, you got to find a way to move on because you play for a different organization. You're on, you know, what I mean, you got a new set of teammates, you got a new fan base. You got you can't be looking in the review mirror anymore. You got to be moving forward with that. Like that sucks. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. You can be sad about it for a week. After that, it's time to buck up and go, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Which it sucks. I wanted to see Freddie Freeman stay a brave, but at the same time, I think a lot of people are blaming the Braves. And the agents, which they maybe are at fault. I don't yeah. blame the Braves. Was it Casey Close? Is that the, mm-hmm. the agent's I think name? he's definitely at fault. He should have. For sure. To represent somebody and then not give them a final offer or even tell them, like, hey, we got a new offering, even if it's final or the first, to say, hey, we got this offering. He should take a lot of the responsibility. But sh- Freddie Freeman should too. He's not just in the clear. It's not like they were just completely operating behind his back and – Mm-hmm. working on these deals. Now, probably some shady moves. He ended up getting the agent got fired for it. Uh, another thing that came out this week, though, that I think is very exciting is Rob Manford, uh, I believe he was on a podcast, actually coming out and saying that Major League Baseball wants to expand to 32 teams. That's something that was rumored and kind of talked about. It's almost one of those leak situations of like, oh, hey, maybe we could do this. How's everyone feel about it? I'm very excited about it. I think it's fantastic. And for me, I love those nice even numbers of 32 and then divide divide that in half. You've got your AL and O. Mm-hmm. Divide that into fours, and it just it all works out perfectly. So I love 32-team leagues. Yeah, when the I, NFL expands, like it, we're going to talk about NFL expansion, I'm going to be like, no, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> want it to happen. It's a nice round number. Mm-hmm. Works out equally. You're almost going to have to add four more teams so we can get back up to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even when they went from 16 games to 17 games, I remember talking with a buddy and being like, why are you upset about it? You get another week of football. So, yeah, but it's not even. <laughs> yeah. It's not 16 games for everybody, for all 32 teams. Like, There's just symmetry here that works. Yep. So I don't like an odd number of things. <laughs> and even going to 18, that doesn't fix my problem. Go back to 16. That's <laughs> just me being weird, though. But I'm I'm excited about this, the possibility of it. I do think there are a lot of hurdles in place first, which would be you got to figure out what's going on with the A's. You got to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with the Rays. Yep. Both those stadiums are dog shit. You got to do something about it. <laughs> and I, we've had that debate. Talked about that a lot too. I know I know a lot of people in Atlanta or not Atlanta, sorry, Tampa Bay uh, are like, oh, just put it actually in Tampa and it'll be fine. Is it, though? Yeah. Is it going to be fine? Because you got people that just aren't showing up. So with the expansion, then, where are you? Where the possibility of moving the A? You know what I mean? Because like, if you do the expansion and relocation of those two teams, like, does is Oakland and Tampa just now out of Major League Baseball in terms of cities? Or are you going to renovate their, their stadiums Excuse me, so they can stay there? I think Oakland's gone. The A's are out of Oakland. They're going to Vegas? For sure. I think they're going to Vegas. The Vegas and, A's actually sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think that's going to happen. Would you just call – you can't call them the Aces. That's a WNBA team, but 
no. They'll stay with the A's. They've been the A's through all their moves so far. But with Tampa, I, I think they will have, they will stay mm-hmm. in Tampa, which would lead you know, some pretty cool cities. I think Nashville is definitely a contender for yep. another baseball team. Austin, Texas might be a contender for a baseball team. Austin, Texas, really? Indianapolis was one that we talked about before. Yep. And Utah would be cool. Salt Lake City, yep. I think, would be a, a great destination. So what's crazy with baseball is like there are a lot of really good options for moving a baseball team. Yeah, kind of opens it up. And Utah <laughs> would be a beautiful scenery, too. Especially with the altitude. I yeah. love stadiums that are at altitude. Yep. Just mash those balls. Don't even care about it. <laughs> Clip that one out for you, Brooks Gwynn. Mash those balls all over the park. <laughs> I love to see that one. Uh, but I honestly, I do. And I think for... It, it would just be so easy. You've got really big cities that could support a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Nashville is just exploding. It, it's gotten to the point where it's almost too busy. So I, I think that you're going to get a lot of people that are in town to just like, oh, I'm here. Let's go see a game. Same with Indianapolis. We've talked about that one before. Mm-hmm. There's so many conventions and things that just bring people to Indianapolis Yeah, that I think they would just say, yeah, let's check out a game while we're here. Yep, absolutely. And, and that would be, you know, two good cities to expand on, I, I think. Yeah. Might be a little tough. You might have to get tricky with the divisions. Now, the next question I have for you is when do they – did you see when they planned on doing this? Kind of what the hope was? Is like, is this I the haven't. next 5, 10, 15-year plan? 15 years is a long-ass time, but – Yeah. I would think that within the next five years yeah, that they would do it, or at least I hope that's when it – would happen but figuring out something with tampa and their stadium which i think stays and just moves across the bay and then the a's got to be just as good as gone <laughs> feels like yeah. their owner wants them out oakland I, just pissed all that away and i know fan a lot of the a's fans back when we were talking about this a couple months or weeks ago we're like oh well we're just we're on strike we're not showing up because we're on strike mm-hmm. you've been on strike for 20 years because <laughs> you haven't been showing up yeah so like I know you're passionate about your baseball team, but at some point you've just got to be real and be like, oh yeah, well you know we're not filling up that stadium. Y'all got fucking tarps covering up your seats. Yeah, for the playoffs. Now, granted, it's a giant stadium. Yeah, that's true as well. But still, like you don't see me as a Royals fan being like, well, well, we're just on strike this year. That's the reason why we're not showing up. For we had nineteen thousand fans show up on Tuesday. No, it's because teams don't want, fans don't want to show up to see shitty baseball. And yeah, that's what they have in the in blistering fucking heat. Like that's the other aspect. I like going to baseball games, but my god, I don't want to sit there in a hundred degrees and with swamp ass and yeah. watch my team lose six to nothing. Well, yeah, watch them get their ass kicked. Yeah. So I, I think that Oakland has a fun little experiment. It just didn't work out for you. Yeah. And you can be mad at your owner all you want. And, Put blame towards everything. It's not going to change the fact that your team's moving. <laughs> you know, you can sit here and say, "Oh, shitty owner." If we just had a better owner, we'd show up for games. Okay, well, they're still gone. <laughs> so you can hold the tweets. Yep. We don't. We don't need to see them. You're, you're losing your team. I um, will tell you what, though. If Vegas, like, if the Athletics do go to Vegas, like Vegas is going to do that right, and it's going to be another just well-oiled machine that is just the hype train is through the roof. Like it's going to be a fun. Like that would be a fun place to go watch a baseball game in Vegas. Put them in Allegiant Stadium too. It's Oakland two point <laughs> Damn, that would <laughs> that would be hilarious. I I assume that they would have. They no already have the one field. Sponsor. They'd already have the one field that they take out. 
It's right there, dude. Like Arrowhead yeah. and Kaufman, just a big ass complex. I haven't been to Vegas in a while. I'm sure they can find land. Oh uh, yeah, it feels like it's expanding. Or at least the last time I was out there, it felt like it was expanding. It definitely is, yeah. Because there's that like natural as I don't know if it's an interstate or a highway or whatever. But even for the the Raiders Stadium, it's like oh they're putting it on the other side of the highway. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, that's growth. You're running out of room. It's a pretty popular city. So I'm sure they can find land out there in the desert for I would just stadium. I know we've kind of talked about it before, but I would just love to know the amount of money that like Vegas makes, like in a weekend or like a week. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? What's like, MGM bringing in in a day? Yeah. I'd like to see those. Like, I don't care about your, what you have to go spend it on. I just want to know what, like the amount of money that's coming into your casino from 12 AM to 12 AM, like just one 24 hour period. Yeah. I would too. Uh, a couple things in the chat and the chat in the chat. Uh, Jake says, you really need to put a salary floor to help with competitive teams. I 100% agree with that one too. It's bullshit that you have teams out there. It I I don't remember what the Royals budget is this season, but you should have to be like around 90 to 100 million dollars or yeah. you just you don't get to field a team. I know Cleveland's really low, Pittsburgh's really low, Tampa's always low, but they're competitive somehow. But it, a salary floor, even if it's something like 7 75 million dollars. You have to have a payroll of $75 million. That That should be the floor. Yep. And if you want the Dodgers and the Yankees to operate at $200 million, so be it. Matt brings up a good point. If the team went in the, in Vegas, it would have to be a dome. Have to be. Yeah. I didn't really think or about that. Or you're just that. not getting anyone to show you're up You're going to die. <laughs> That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, have to. And then uh, Devin, also Charlotte, question mark. Ooh. Already have a basketball and a football team. Uh, yeah, they used to have the Carolina leagues. I don't know if that's still a thing with the way that they redid the minor leagues. I, was say, I think but, they have a minor league. They have a what? I think it's the Charlotte Knights, is what they're called. They're a White Sox affiliate team, and they have like a beautiful downtown stadium. Like when you see like their backdrop pictures, or pictures, excuse me, from home plate, it looks really cool. Yeah. So I just it's crazy how many good options there really are for a baseball team. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that huge, big operation of you know, like the NFL. Or where you have to worry about, like, oh, okay, if we go into this region, it's actually dominated by this other team. Yep. With what? baseball, I think, you know, you put a team in Indianapolis, maybe you were a Cubs fan before, like a Reds fan or Cleveland. Yeah. I think you're going to be okay. And you're going to be like, ah, oh, no, this is the team that we root for now. It's not like you're competing in, with the Yankees or the Red Sox. You'd, yeah. You can put teams there. Nashville is going to be tricky with the Braves. I will say that one. Put in a team in Nashville. The Braves do have a big market in the South. Mm-hmm. It just dominates. But I, I do think that you can get enough tourism there. You can drum up some interest that it would work. Um, again, uh, let's get to some other topics, though. The Deshaun Watson hearing continues today because yes, it's sir. not Friday yet. <laughs> Hopefully this news breaks tomorrow while we are on the golf course. Yeah, that would it be is nice. coming tomorrow. I, I don't know if I can bet on it. But it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> is tomorrow July 1st? July 1st. Ooh, it's Friday, it's right before. I knew it was July 1st. Come on. The, the um, holiday weekend. Yep. It's the perfect time. And I think that's why it's like, oh, no news today. I'm going to meet again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see what the tweets are <laughs> tonight. If there's like, oh, they're meeting tomorrow. 
I don't even know. If there are no tweets, I would say that there's going to be an announcement. Or they might even do this thing where it's like, oh, we're meeting tomorrow. Psych, announcement tomorrow. We decided not to meet. So you think the announcement is the suspension or? Yeah. Okay. So. And we're still thinking on a year? I, a year I, you know, I heard some different stuff that it might be less than a year. Ooh, the the Players Association is negotiating for less than a year. And the NFL wants one year plus indefinite. So we'll see. I think if it's anything less than a year, you're going to have some really upset fans. Oh, I mean, the NFL is going to get boycotted again. I mean, you're just going to have all those groups going after them, which <laughs> understandably so. Yeah, it's six to eight games is something I saw kicked around that that's kind of what they're negotiating against. And then, you know, some appeals processes and stuff like that. Um, I hope that it's year. It, it, if you're the NFL, I think you're in those meetings saying, hey, if we do it for a year, people are not going to be too upset about it. Kind of brush this under the rug, let yeah. it die out over the three-day weekend, and it'll be okay. Uh, Jake come out in six to eight games, though, you're going to have a lot of people that are very upset, yep. and it's not going to die out over the weekend. It's going to carry over into next week and Tuesday and through Friday. Yeah, and I didn't see this, but Jake says in the chat that Florio mentioned that it's a possibility he could be suspended for 25 games, 17 from last season, and then 8 this season. Mm-hmm. But that's I, that whole... You got to be 25 future. Fuck last year. Yeah, that's the... Like, that was between him and the Texans, and you know what I mean? Just, that was them. This is this is going forward with yeah. all 24 I also, allegations. I've been saying it for a long time, though, but I still firmly believe it. They might come out and say, like, Deshaun Watson suspended 25 games. 17 or last year. <laughs> yeah. I, I fully believe that one. Um, another thing that I fully believe in is that Roper Kia is the best spot to buy a new car. Go check out their inventory. Look at what they have online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. That's the best place to go for all your gun and ammo needs. Gunspot.com. No reserved auctions every single week. One of the best parts about done. the website just kind of threw you for a little loop. They're just a little pause, kind of keep people on the edge of their seat. One of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you visit their website. So be sure to do so at gunspot.com. And if you listen to yesterday's show, mm-hmm. fuck them turkeys. Yeah. I didn't go on a bike ride yesterday. Got a busy day today, golf tomorrow. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going to take a little break. Maybe get strapped up. <laughs> and then head back out there. Dude's going to be having a shotgun on his back going through like, F you, turkey. Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> Blow Me yourself that off the bike. old men that are out there riding their bikes and be like, hey, bro, I got you. And yeah. You don't even worry about it. You're the legs of this operation. I'm the bare arms of this yeah. operation. <laughs> I'm a big Second Amendment guy. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Uh, we also have NBA free agency starts today, which again, I as soon as like the show's over today, I wouldn't be surprised if we have rumors of this player's going there and and whatnot. Uh, we, we do have free agency. Players can officially sign tonight at six o'clock Eastern time. A couple names to watch for that are big names, but I don't know if they'll get moved. James Harden did decline his player option, but that was a no-news thing to me because that has been the rumor the whole time. That yeah. He would decline that $47 million player option, but did plan to re-sign with the 76ers. So we'll see what happens there. Also, I just struggle to believe NBA players. 
Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we've seen a lot of guys say before, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to accept this player option, but I'm, I'm going to resign. And there's even rumors that James Harden is going to decline this player option because he wants to leave more room to bring in other players. P.J. Tucker, one of them, who also declined his player option. Uh, it sounds like he might be on his way to Philadelphia is, uh, as well. To Philadelphia, like James Harden's wanting to stay in Philly. That's mm-hmm. his plan. And bring in P.J. Tucker. I, I saw don't know P.J. Tucker is uh, that promising of a teammate. <laughs> right, like, oh, know? that'll get Going us. Going back to our home. Houston days. Come on, P.J. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see uh, a lot of news about that one. That that's, that feels like it's kind of a lock, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. And then Bradley Beal, another guy that we've been talking about. That's one that I'm very curious about. Mm-hmm. He opted out of his player option. He becomes a free agent. Washington can pay him the most. The Wizards can pay him the most on like a five-year, I think it's $250 million deal. God. Or he could sign somewhere else for four years, $200 million. So that's kind of like that Freddie Freeman stuff. Like, man, that's that's a shitload of money regardless. So, Yeah, I, I mean, one more year at $50 million is going to be like, do I want to go to a winner or do I just want to go ahead and suck and make that extra 50 mil yeah. that fifth year? But also a lot of these NBA players, if I were Bradley Beal or advising him, you might take that four years and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because then you can sign another you're, – you're to another contract a year sooner. I don't want this to come off as like biased just because of my Miami Heat fan. But like I think he could be good in Miami with him and Jimmy Butler. They just lost Victor Aladipo. He's going to hit free agency. Big loss there, right? But I do think that could be an interesting piece. Or if he you know, goes west, let's say he joins the Lakers, that could be helpful for LeBron if they're not able to land you know, Kyrie or KD or anybody else that they want. He could be a player that would be intriguing to see on a contending team. And I think Bradley Beal is a very good second option. Yes. I don't know that he's ever... They can be your necessarily your superstar. It's also he's ten years in. He's yeah. He's not a young guy in the league. We know who he is. He kind of is who he is. But I think he can be an outstanding second option. Yep. The salary cap in the NBA. I'm not sure who has the actual space to pay him these contracts. I know the Knicks freed up some money. Sounds like they're going after Jalen Brunson. Um, I I have a feeling he's probably the first guy that gets signed today. Yeah. Uh, I saw him tied to the Miami Heat earlier this morning. As well, though. Brunson so, or Beal? Yeah, it sounds like they might be a little bit aggressive. I don't know if people are so high on Brunson. What the heck did have I been missing? I don't know. I missed it, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fact that he is a free agent. Man, look what he did when Luca wasn't playing. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you know he scored 40 points one time. <laughs> <laughs> you think he could do that for us again? Yeah, if like, he did it once, more he consistent? Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring him in. We believe game. you, Brunson. Your dad's here. You guys can hang out, mm-hmm. build your relationship. Yeah, you want to negotiate your contract with him? We got him here. Bring him out of the back. <laughs> We're right here for this reason. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. I, I don't know. I thought he was a solid player. I never thought that. He'd be like the marquee free agent guy. Mm-hmm. He averaged 16 points a season during the regular season. Four rebounds and five assists. He's about to be paid $20 million. Man. <laughs> I feel like... How many points did he average a game? 16. I guess it's not bad because it's like... I mean, 16 playing with Luka. <laughs> I guess tough. it's kind of understandable. He's but. 25, almost 26. But also with the NBA contracts and the money there 20 million dollars sounds like a lot and i think maybe that's because we're more football guys yeah like, oh 20 million you're probably at the top of your position you're 20 million is not even <laughs> half of russell westbrook's contract 
man, I just who the fuck signed him to that? Who did he sign that? Was it with Oklahoma City? It had City? to be Oklahoma City. Was it? I thought he got signed by somebody else after Houston, or excuse me, after Oklahoma City. Uh, who else does he play for? Well, he went the to the Rockets. Rockets. Did the, the Rockets didn't pay him that? Did they? He was a, with the Wizards for a year. <laughs> People forget that one. Yeah, I would assume that he's still playing off that Oklahoma City contract because that's where he went, right? It was Oklahoma City, Houston, Washington, and then the, the Lakers. LA. Yeah, boy, that was a crazy three years for that guy. Yeah, but now I, it's just like I'm gonna suck and make almost fifty mil. I haven't looked it up, but I think his Oklahoma City contract, like he signed that extension with Paul George mm-hmm. when he was there, and it's like, oh, we're gonna stay here, we're gonna build something here, and then like overnight, they, they didn't, it didn't work. Yeah. So either way, a lot of money being spent in the NBA, and that's gonna happen this afternoon. Miles Bridges, another guy. Uh, that's set to hit free agency on an offer sheet was arrested last night for a felony domestic violence. I'm not sure how much the NBA cares about this for it to be like, Oh, can't sign him now. Um, but he was kind of another one of those big names of is Charlotte going to sign that offer sheet? Are they going to try to bring him back? It didn't sound like they were, but now I do think this affects his market drastically. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I even saw some tweets this morning. I'm like, oh, he was arrested for a felony, but I never saw why. I had to mm-hmm. go to TMZ to be like, what happened? So uh, we'll see what happens with him in that situation. And then as uh, you know, even people put it in the chat, thanks for bringing it up, Jake. How bummed are you over the DeJounte Murray trade? Real bummed. Yeah, Hate I it. saw this yesterday when, uh, right when we finished radio and I got in the house and I was just like, oh, man. like, Yep. To the fucking Hawks. You know? <laughs> fucking Hawks. He gets traded for um, three first-round picks in Gallinari, which feels like a lot for mm-hmm. the Spurs. So I guess I'm happy that they got some some picks back and a solid player. And for the Atlanta side of things, I don't necessarily understand it. Are they, they going to move Trey Young into more of a, a shooting guard role? Does DeJounte Murray play more of the shooting guard role? I mean, you've got two point guards. Yeah. I think – I don't know, though, because with uh, Murray, it just feels like, you know, he's going to be kind of like your playmaker type guy. And then you just you – He's know, a distributor. He's, mm-hmm. he's an assist guy. He's a defender. So maybe that's just, you know, you just pair them together. Maybe it doesn't end up being a pretty good pair. And Trey Young's could be. just – I don't DeJounte know. Like, I almost, is, he's big enough. And I, I saw some smarter basketball people than me talking about it too. Of, you know, Murray is such a good defensive player that that's going to cover up a lot of the liabilities of Trey Young, who's not good on defense. Yeah. And but also Dejounte Murray, a great distributor as well, uh, averaged nine assists last year. That's going to free up some things for Trey Young. So maybe it is a really good matchup. It's just kind of interesting. I don't know that it's like um, end all be all or whatever. But who plays point guard? Yeah, but it does feel like Trey Young probably wants that title. It feels like Dejounte Murray probably wants that title, and how that offense is going to work. I think he's a great player, though, and I think he probably should have been most improved. I don't know if he was last year, uh, but twenty-one points, eight rebounds, nine assists. Yep, he's been very solid, and I, I do think that he's one of the better perimeter defenders in the league. So it sucks for the Spurs to lose him. Uh, we'll see. What happens and how the Hawks do? I think this is a good move for the Hawks, though. It is going to be interesting to see how they look next year in the East because 
in mean, the year before, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like the heartbreak season in the playoffs. You know, we saw Trey Young really accept the villain role going mm-hmm. through. And then now, like this last season was, you know, kind of a disappointing season. But the East, I mean, it's getting tough. You know, a lot of those teams are kind of evening themselves out with the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, you know, the Magic. And not anymore, excuse me. I just don't know where the Magic just came from. That was like three years ago. But the Sixers is where I was going blue team. Really expecting Apollo Boncaro to just go you off. Just, you better fucking look out, bub. Yeah. No. The Hornets in the East have been really solid. I think that's another that one. Could step up, too. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Wizards. They're probably trash. The Bucks. The Pistons have been making a lot of moves. I don't know that they're going to be a good team, but they've been making a lot of moves. They're kind of like a team I'm excited to see what they look like in the next five years on how they continue to build and develop the young guys that they've been drafting. I saw old Brian Windhorst talking about the Cavaliers the other day and oh, yeah? how this is going to be a big offseason for them. And he was drumming up his own little conspiracy theories about like if they extend this player and try to give him a contract, okay. But if they don't, why are they freeing up salary cap space for 2023 who's a free agent in 2023 that they could potentially it. go after so this offseason you got to watch the Cavs. not so much for like oh what are they going to do this year but what are they going to do next year surely they wouldn't they're going to do that again i will keep patting myself on the back for being <laughs> right here but i've been talking about this for a long time as well i think lebron spends one more year with the lakers yeah ops for free agency Spends one more year with the Cavs and then goes wherever Bronny does. So you think the Cavs are going to try and find a way to draft Bronny? No, I think they're going to find a way to sign senior. <laughs> and then whatever happens, I, I think LeBron oh, signs the a one-year contract will go. in Cleveland. Gotcha. And then whoever drafts Bronny, that's where he goes. I, I just feel within my bones that's how LeBron James ends his career. And I don't hate it. I don't. I wonder how he's going to be thought of in cleveland that's what i was gonna say like how does this like what is this do to your legacy that <laughs> you went cleveland miami cleveland la cleveland fucking brawny you know what i mean right portland you're gonna you're gonna end your last year and your what if it's what if it's chicago what if chicago somehow gets brawny and it's like boom jordan curse is over he wasn't lebron james it was the next one yeah i don't know if he goes to the bulls if lebron goes to the bulls the last like year that. with Bronny. I wouldn't like it at all. I don't think I would either. Because <laughs> he's going to be number six. That's like, the he's... one team where he can't go to. <laughs> if you want to go to Golden State, go. I, I don't care. I'm going to hate you for it. I cannot see LeBron James in a Bulls jersey. I would almost love to see it to just see the out like cry from everybody. Of a whole generation. <laughs> yeah. It would create a civil war within the NBA <laughs> of LeBron stands versus Who's Jordan. the greatest bull? Oh, <laughs> shit. That's a total joke. but Yeah, I hope it doesn't happen. But who knows? But I do think that that is his trajectory of one more year with the Lakers, opts for free agency, goes back to Cleveland again, again, and then wherever Bronny goes. But we'll see. If Cleveland even wants him back, if the Cavs want to do that. They've got a pretty good young roster that they can build on. Um, you know, Jared Allen being there was very good last year. Karis LeVert is a guy that I really like. Kevin Love still there. Uh, Markinen, I don't know how much longer he'll be there. Evan Mobley, I think he won Rookie of the Year or uh, was in consideration for it. I believe so, uh, actually. Colin Sexton is the guy to watch. It's been kind of cool to see Cleveland kind of rebuild themselves 
through the draft with these young guys after LeBron left that second time. The first time they did an awful job. You got Kyrie, it kind of worked out, you know, and then you went to like Andrew Wiggins and immediately traded it. So it was like maybe you were kind of heading in the right direction there with the random Anthony Bennett in the middle of that too. And then LeBron comes back and you're like throwing all that away. We're going to get old, you know, kind of role players in here along with Kevin Love and Kyrie and we'll be fine. And then since then it's like, okay, we just have to build through the draft. Look at look at us go. It's like been good job, Cleveland. Happy yeah. for you. I, but if you accept him back a third time, I almost question Cleveland on it more than I do LeBron. Like, honey, I, I get going back one time. You know, second opportunity. You do it a third. Isn't I mean, we got to make better like decisions. You can't go home again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think Cleveland fans maybe would be a little bit upset about it at first, but then that excitement is gonna just take over. I mean, and you're you're going to get 38-year-old LeBron James back out there. You're going to be trying to stitch back those burnt jerseys that y'all have. <laughs> and you're, you're going to go buy new ones. Be him like wearing number six out there or something like that. Did they burn jerseys after this last one? I'm, of course somebody did. I still hate that. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world. You've already paid the money. It's yeah. in LeBron's pocket. It's The Cavs have it too. Like that's That was yours. The only person affected by it is you being a dumbass. <laughs> Because in 30 years, you're going to be like, man, LeBron is the greatest cab ever. Still love him. And you're not going to have any of the shit that you paid for. Yep. Just because so, you threw you a little fit because you didn't like what happened. I loved when people started burning the uh, their Nike shoes <laughs> uh, over oh, the Kaepernick I don't think I saw that. stuff. They started burning their Nike gear because Nike had that deal with Kaepernick. And then a lot of people started burning like all their shoes, their shirts. And people stopped buying it. It's like, man, Nike's not hurting. Over your video, your TikTok, of you burning these shoes. Yeah. People are just going to go out and buy more. Because all that does, people are going to see it and be like, what an idiot. I'm going to actually go buy some Nikes now. Like, yep. You're upset. I kind of like what they're supporting here. See ya. Yep. And I know that you thought your big protest of, oh, I'm never wearing Nike gear again was going to affect them. Doesn't. Yeah. I bet you walked through the old store. <laughs> Phil and Knight like, just oh. still cashing checks. <laughs> yeah. And then writing more to Oregon for a new facility or whatever yep. he needs to do. Uh, but yeah, it definitely didn't affect them at all uh excited about free agency though also excited about club 609 and that happy hour from two o'clock until eight o'clock featuring their two for one drink specials and two dollar draft pours at the greatest happy hour in the world club 609 absolutely and located right here in the heart of joplin missouri is downtown lube they do specialize in tires and lube but they are much more than that so be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services also it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you will need that oil change in your tire service so make sure you get that taken care of right here in the four states at downtown lube and now for some thinking out loud thursday uh, i'll start off today if that's all right with you yeah uh we talked about sports movies. We did our March Madness sports movie bracket, and uh, we've talked about some of the other ones. And I will say I've not been very happy with a lot of the basketball movies that they produce. And even coming up with like the teams, the, the movies for our bracket, is like this movie actually sucks. <laughs> basketball movies in general kind of suck. After, very cheesy, like, yeah. Space Jam. Mm-hmm. They just don't hold up with baseball, football, or What is it? They're, they were too predictable to you, right? Way too predictable. Yeah. All the time. Um, however, last night I watched the Giannis movie, which is a Disney Plus movie that is super corny. It's pretty low budget. I really enjoyed it, though. Really? <laughs> I did. I watched it with my daughters. 
And they're like, that. this is a true story. Uh-huh. Like, they kind of, my oldest daughter kind of knew who Giannis was. And she's like, this guy's going to end up in the NBA. And I'm like, hey, don't ruin the movie for your sister. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> he is. Uh, but she didn't know, like, even the story of his his brothers was mm-hmm. really cool. And how, you know, their path to the NBA. I thought it was a pretty good, like, nice little uh, a family movie yeah. last night. That did kind of expand on the Giannis story of him growing up. Uh, and even kind of his struggles with trying to play basketball. Uh, but I, I actually enjoyed it, and I feel like I've been a huge critic. I'm kind of the thief of joy on a lot of things, including movies. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little, little relaxing two hours. And it just made me love Giannis even more. Really? Was he actually in the movie? No. He didn't have a cameo at no, any part? But they, he did like some like a highlight package at the end and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but I, I thought it was really good. And I don't know how anybody on this earth could root against him. I don't I, care if you're a 76ers fan or whoever. Yep. That dude is amazing. And his story <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah. He's he's my my new guy. Not necessarily new guy. But I just love rooting for him. The story, the play on the court, personality in the interviews. He should be the face of basketball, and it shouldn't even be a question after LeBron. I 100% agree with you. I actually had a buddy, and he usually listens to the show, um, was telling me about it the other day that he watched it, and he really liked it as well. So the fact that you've also said that, and you've been a huge critic on some of these basketball movies, he's probably going to need to watch it now. I don't think it's going to win any awards. No, and it doesn't have to. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be that type of movie. But if it's good and well done and well written and all that, I'm going to be interested in it. But look at the – someone must have been listening to us. Our complaints over the bracket that we did with you know a lot of bad basketball movies. Adam Sandler's like, whoa, you better watch your mouth. I'm coming out with hustle. <laughs> yeah, I liked that basketball movie. Yeah. I thought it was well done. And then Disney Plus was like, we hear you, boys. We got one coming out about Giannis. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go back to the drawing board. We're going to fix uh, some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. We listened. We heard your critiques. Now, even uh, that one, it is – I don't necessarily like the happy ending movies because I do feel like they are too predictable. Uh-huh. And even I've passed that gene down to my daughters because even last night uh, there was a situation. I don't remember what it was. And one of them was like, well, he's the main character. Nothing bad ever happens to the main character. So I, don't, I know he's going to get out of this situation. So, yeah, sorry I, sorry I did that to you because that's how I watch movies as well. Oh, even man. with Batman, it's like, oh, did Batman die? No, he didn't fucking die. You can't kill Batman. I definitely thought he died for a second. I was like, man, they're fucking one and done in this shit. (laughs) (laughs) We want young Batman. Batman's dead. I was like, oh. There's a reason why you never seem old. People don't talk about that. Yeah. What is that storyline? Well, I think we saw in that last trilogy that they did where he just kind of runs off with Catwoman and just lives his life in secret in France. Him and Alfred run into each other. Christian Bale? Yeah. Yeah. We have we just make eye contact across the bar and we just kind of give a head nod and we go about our way. And it's like spoiler alert, geez. freaking tears, guys. It's been like twelve years. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did enjoy the Giannis movie and it did make me want to root for him even harder than uh-huh. I already do. But it was a nice little little movie. It's called Rise. It's on Disney Plus. Boom! Can't wait to watch that probably tonight. Honestly, uh, my thinking out loud Thursday is about Jim Harbaugh himself. Um, I have been kind of a big critic against John Harbaugh, or excuse me, Jim Harbaugh, and what he has done in Michigan and what all he's accomplished and kind of you know getting to where he is now. But this last season, I feel like I kind of heel turned on. I was like, you know, I'm I'm really wanting to root. You for big Jim time Harbaugh heel here. turned on Michigan. 
I kind of I want to see them good, do good. I think this is a year they can beat Ohio State. And then when it came time to make the prediction, I chickened out and then picked Ohio State to win, but then absolutely went nuts when Michigan ended up <laughs> winning that ball game. But the reason he's my thinking out loud is because he, while they're like on vacation mode, and like this is you know like airport gym, like how he's like leading the family through the airport, looking at all their passports, making sure they have all their plane tickets. Like well, I just, saw that TikTok. It popped up on mine uh-huh. of like the, oh, this is airport gym. Yes. I've seen it like four times, and I've just swiped through it. I didn't know it was Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Even today, I, I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like, and it's is- like the first time I watched it, it was like, <laughs> is that Jim Harbaugh, like the Michigan head coach? And it's just – it's so great because he's in Michigan gear everywhere he is and the video starts out with like him mowing his yard and he's got this old like just fucking shitty lawnmower and he's just going through his yard you can tell he's got a michigan shirt on a michigan hat through the airport michigan stuff there's a clip where he's like resting and he's like literally laying on the floor in the airport and i was like this is just kind of like a weird old dude that's just being a dad and hanging out with his family and just there's more to like than just being the Michigan head football coach. And I know it's like easy to say that, but you know, that kind of gets forgotten when you just sit there and you talk about Michigan football and then it's like vacation gym. And you know, he's at the dinner table with his family. He's at the head of it and he's just smiling, laughing and cracking jokes. Then he's in the pool and he's, he's apparently wears a shirt in the pool guy. And it's a Michigan shirt as well. He's he's just throwing his grandkids around. Like this is the guy that'll take his shirt off out at the Michigan practice, but he's going to wear a shirt in the pool. Yeah. (laughs) But he's always in Michigan again. I just I've been thinking it's been awesome. I think she's posted like three or four videos now of the trip, and it's just been I've loved coming across him. I mean, like this is Jim Harbaugh is just such a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he's such a dad. He's yeah. He's almost in grandpa mode. One hundred percent. Like he's in that era of his life. Not like I feel like I'm still kind of in the young dad era of my life, where like I'll wear something and be like ironic, like oh check out my New Balance, but I'm not yeah. actually. Shopping for New Balance. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh, he's in the New Balance era. Like he's actually like yeah. these are comfortable shoes that I've been buying for thirty years. I'm gonna keep buying them. Jim Harbaugh is in the stage of life where he's gotten through all the difficult parts of like raising his kids and seeing them get married and have their own kids. Where it's like, let's just go have fun together, and I'm gonna enjoy absolutely every single bit of it. Like just the, yeah. the biggest smile that he's got. It's just like you see it, and you're just like, oh, cell phone clip good for you, because that's where he wants it to be, not to be like, ha, look, ha, funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or with this, you know, white socks showing. I I did look it up. I this has been on my TikTok al- algorithm all week. Yep. No. I saw the checkdown, which is like an Instagram account for the NFL, I believe, or something like that. Also shared it, so I saw it was kind of becoming more viral and reaching these other accounts. And once Bleach Report gets a hold of it, it's like fucking game over. So it's just kind of one of those deals where it's like I wanted to talk about it here, and just the fact that. I'm a Jim Harbaugh guy. It's it's crazy and like it makes me happy to see where he's at right now with like two years ago we were saying this guy needs to be fired from Michigan and just kind of give up because it's just not going to work out. Took a pay cut just so he can end up beating Ohio State. Like that's what it took. Took a pay cut just to be like, I want that money back. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> I did it and I want the check. <laughs> Have you cashed it? Has it cleared? Yeah. Uh, the, and the fact that he mows his own yard – I, I, yeah, I know. I thought it was kind Why? of an odd thing, but it's like, go ahead. And like right before they're getting ready for the airport, like just like I do it because I can't afford to pay somebody to do it. And <laughs> I like it, but I like it because I could never afford to pay somebody to do it. So I had to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And then I got married and it's like, this is my escape. <laughs> I can stay out here for two just hours. Piece, not the only noise I got is mower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pretend to change the oil, even though I don't really know how. <laughs> and then, oops, got to run to the store. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the peek behind my, my <laughs> session. Damn, uh, dog. I I kind of heel turned on Harbaugh there for a while and kind of thought that he should be fired. But I, I'm, I don't have that strong of an opinion against him anymore. Not because I've seen the TikToks or anything, but I did like him before. Mm-hmm. He's always just been that goofy kind of He seems dad. like an oddball, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't, maybe I'll root for him this year. He's going to have his hands full. So Ohio State is going to be very good. Yeah. Once again. Yeah, and I don't know if your quarterback last year is really what kind of helped you win that game, but. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where it's played this year. That maybe make a difference. It was in Ohio State last year, wasn't it? It was Michigan. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah, and it was a bad weather, like snow game, too. So yeah. it kind of everything Michigan in the running game. And yeah. Right. And you had Aiden Hutchinson. Uh huh. Yeah. That helped. Yep, yep, yep. He's gone. He's <laughs> probably going to be a bloodbath again, but at least he got that one uh, win. He desperately, desperately needed it. He might have been fired last year if he didn't get it. I think he probably even with been. like a very good season. Maybe that's why he's like so happy on this vacation mode because it's like I don't have to worry about that going into next year. <laughs> I beat Ohio State. Yeah. I can finally take a vacation. I got another five year window. <laughs> that's why we haven't seen the videos. He's like, I lost to Ohio State again. Cancel the trip. We're not going to Italy. This year. <laughs> yeah. I can't be seen out there relaxing oh. when I'm zero and six against Ohio State. So. Maybe he gets his vacation time. Uh, All right, that's it for us today, though. Don't forget about that great show that we have planned for you tomorrow. And by planned, I mean absolutely nothing planned at all. But it will be fun out there on the golf course. Uh, Plan on starting still right here at 10 a.m. The golfing starts at 8.30. Yep. The show starts at 10. And we'll walk you through our day. Maybe we grab a couple guest interviews. Yeah. There's some interesting personalities out there. There... (laughs) 100% 100% is. Uh, and if we run into them, maybe we grab them and uh, let them talk into the mic for a little bit here on Mic'd Up. But we appreciate you. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.